Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Last year we called it a, a crisis. This year we see the same thing here in Del Rio. You know, it's going to be a disaster. How big are those groups that are in Acuna? Uh, they, weren't able, they weren't able to give me a number. I know that there's people walking up and down the streets everywhere. You know, it's time to execute a plan. You know, if they got a plan, let's start executing That's a couple of officials along the border in Mexico, specifically Valverde, Texas, the, uh, the sheriff, talking about the disaster that's going to happen with this uh, revoking of Title 42, the Trump-era pandemic border policy that allowed the government to immediately turn people away who are arrested trying to enter the country illegally. Awesome. Uh, I, I, uh, well, we're going to hear more clips on this, but where in the heck is this story going? That's an interesting question. Uh, it, in terms of the popular will, the, uh, the opinion of the American people, it is overwhelmingly in favor of enforcing the borders. But for the reasons we've discussed through the years, the politicians manage to drag their feet or or hold their hands up and say, well, there's nothing we can do or just do nothing. 
uh, and wait for people's attention to get on something else. But the numbers coming across the border are now um, just shocking. They're astonishing. 160, 180, 190,000 a month. And that's during the off season. We could easily be seeing a quarter million people a month pouring across the border for the next several months. But and so even though polls have shown a majority of voters preferred Trump's attitude toward the border. Um, despite what you getting back to last hour, despite what you would guess from, uh, you know, following the news, it's, it's the Trump thing. It's, it's the way the, it's the way Trump affects everything. So Trump, you know, was against masks. So you have to, you're still wearing a mask, even though you don't need to because of Trump. Um, and it, that's the situation with the border, I think, cause it's such, a juicy story. I mean, it's a story you would think the media would sink its teeth into. The numbers are crazy of people coming across the border, but because Trump, you know, wanted to th- thought it was bad that we had so many illegal immigrants, the media just is not going to cover it that way. And you know what's what's interesting to me is that they're so lacking in uh, in self knowledge and, and insight that they allow themselves to be manipulated like that in kind of a negative way, if you know what I mean. Uh, I mean, if you are so weak of will and mind and opinion that if Donald Trump comes out in favor of something or against something, you immediately rush to the opposite without giving it any thought, with no self-reflection. I mean, don't these people recognize that they're acting like an angry adolescent where if mom says that looks nice, they tear it off and throw it in the hamper and put on something else? Just (laughs) idiotic. Well, Bill Malugin, reporting for uh, Fox News last night, explains why the rolling back of Title 42 is such a terrible idea. Clip 50, please, Michael. Title 42 has been used to expel about 1.7 million migrants since the early days of the pandemic when the Trump administration first implemented the program. It allows Border Patrol to quickly remove migrants from the country over public health concerns. Republicans and some Democrats have voiced serious concerns about ending it. The Border Patrol tell me that uh, if it is expires without a plan being put into place to allow them to handle this volume of migrants, they will simply lose control of the border. So nearly two million people were turned away under the COVID rule, and the COVID rule is going away. So you'd only, you can only assume unless they come up with a new rule, and they haven't yet, that those two million people would get in and stay because everybody stays. Right, right. Well, and and you might be asking yourself, why do we need a COVID rule to turn people away who have no right to enter the country? If you can't turn away people who have no right to enter the country, in what sense is it a border? And that's a perfectly reasonable question to ask. Because the Biden administration is afraid of the Twitter left. And uh, the COVID thing was at least a, a good cover for what well, we've got to, because we care about COVID, right? Right? We're wearing the masks. Trump, COVID, remember? So they could use COVID as a cover, but uh, they're not willing to come up with any re- other reason. Like, you just secure your borders because every country does is not a good enough reason. Right. That's a good point, by the way, about COVID. Well played. Uh, clip 52, Bill Malugin continues. A bipartisan group of Texas lawmakers shares those concerns, penning this letter to DHS and HHS, urging them to keep Title 42, writing in part, quote, If the CDC were to rescind its Title 42 order at this time, Border Patrol facilities and local communities would be forced to absorb at least double the current number of migrants, likely with catastrophic results. 
So the current number of migrants is drowning these border towns, these border counties, these border states in human beings who come across wanting public services and uh, transportation. They're not citizens, uh, and, and, and they're expecting that to double almost immediately. Catastrophic results, he said there. Yeah. Right. But would, would even catastrophic, I think it's catastrophic that we have, whatever we have, 20 million illegals in this country already. Seems pretty catastrophic to me. What kind of way is that to run a country? Um, so I don't know what level of catastrophe it would take to get anybody's attention. I just, I wish they trusted the American voter enough to level with us. Um, now, they're never going to level with us on the whole the question of, oh, we'd rather have the issue than solve it. I mean, because if we solve the issue, we can't fundraise on it, on it anymore. But I wish they could just say, look, agriculture has come to us. There's a labor shortage. You can't get somebody to drive a limo for $75,000 a year. So finding somebody to pick lettuce or whatever for, you know, X dollars a bushel or an hour or however it works is, is impossible. We need hundreds of thousands of people from Central America to pick the agricultural props, crops. Just say that. So that would be my dream situation that uh, the Democrats would take on the Twitter left and say, look, countries have borders. Every country does. It's just something you do. We can argue over how many people we let in and, and all that, but we've got we've to control our border. And then the Republicans would take on the, I guess, talk radio right or and say, look, this is not... Amnesty is what we've got the most job openings we've ever had in our nation's history, and we can't fill them, and we need people to fill them, so we need X number of people. Maybe if both parties parties could say that, they won't, but uh, we could come to some sort of an agreement. Again, the, the only thing that I think most of us want is a process, is some... Uh, attempt to have a, a process in place as opposed to it just being random right now it's just random how many and from where and what skills they have is just random which is weird well our legal immigration system is exhausting expensive humiliating and arbitrary but the illegal system seems to be look if you got the initiative and the leg strength to get here we'll let you in I mean, that's that's the immigration rules of the United States. That's the entire immigration code in one sentence, apparently. And like uh, Kevin Williamson says in uh, is he National Review that um, we already got enough poor people. Why would we want to import more poor people? Two notes. First of all, uh, and at some point I'll get to this uh, piece by Michael Lind, the end of citizenship, having converted their own republic into a borderless credit union, Americans have to borrow other people's national pride, talking about the Ukraine thing. Uh, We will get to that. But, you know, here's just a philosophical question for you. How decadent and soft is a society that has millions of jobs open, millions of people not working? And collecting public money, taxpayer money, but you got to fill those jobs. So you import brown people from over there; they can do the work. We can't have our people doing this work. We'll get some brown people to do it. They'll do it because they're so desperate, right? And and the left that that comes off or tries to come off is so enlightened and so, 
you know, uh, concerned with questions of race and ethnicity and the rest of it. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring in even more brown people to do jobs because those jobs, no American will do those jobs. Wait a minute. How is the American left so soft on immigration? It's so obviously, it, I, I don't want to call it racist, but it's it's a weird denial of reality. It, it's Yeah, I don't know what the right term is either. Um Racist wouldn't be it. Classist, or maybe it's jingoistic, even though the left is always complaining the right is. To, to, to say that American people who don't have jobs, it's because, you know, they can't find a job that makes their heart sing. But people from other countries can stand out in the hot sun and, 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 and pick fruit all day long for hardly any money and, and very few uh, benefits because they're here illegally. Um, that's fine. But our uh, people born in this country deserve to find a job that makes their heart sing. Beautifully said. And those are the same people, the same publications, the same voices saying both of those things. Yeah, it's weird. They don't fit together. Uh, Weird is a terrible way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great point. I don't know how this is going to play out over time. We've been watching it a long time. The realities haven't changed much, and it just keeps going. Although, I will tell you this. Oh, that's right. I knew I had one more thing. Do we have time for this? Yeah, just, just briefly. Ladies and germs, I think it is notable Clip 54 comes to you from CNN. Here in the Del Rio sector, Border Patrol has encountered more than 150,000 migrants this fiscal year, a 215% increase compared to the same time last year. The Biden administration is facing pressure from all sides. Immigration advocates and Democrats who say there is no health basis for keeping the Trump era rule and from Republicans who have been pushing for Biden's plan to secure the border when Title 42 expires. Mm. Okay, there's CNN for you. Okay, all right. So uh, the first part about Democrats say there's no health reason to keep 42 around. They're probably right or close to right. Yeah. But to characterize the pushback as Republicans who want Trump era blah, blah, blah is idiotic. It's virtually all Americans. It's 75, 85 percent of Americans who want some sort of control of the border and and, and not this willy nilly flood of people. She mentioned what was the number? One hundred eighty thousand. It, this fiscal year so far that's in that one little sector in texas if you can imagine that imagine one hundred eighty thousand people pouring into your town your neighborhood these are little towns it's just astounding and just a complete failure of democracy i uh, just had another jump in the average 30-year mortgage rate at the same time as we just had a jump in the average price of gas uh, a couple of economic economic notes for you the rent is too damn high oh boy oh boy and uh, we'll check in on ukraine bunch of stuff on the way armstrong and getty the armstrong and getty show Blue control. Stand by touchdown. Stand by touchdown. That's the latest spaceship. That's the latest spaceship landing from Jeffrey Bezos. I didn't. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. Right. Come on. 
The Amazon guy, world's second richest man. Uh, I didn't see the landing, but executive producer Mike Hansen said it was a very hard landing. Like, seemed to hit the ground awful damn hard. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe you had a parachute or maybe you had a fat guy on there. I don't know. Wow, that could be the fat guy factor. Um, <laughs> here's a question for you. This is one of the great technology companies in the history of the earth. Why is their audio so crappy? That's a good question. How are you able to launch something to the moon and back, but somebody couldn't get a, a clear recording that I could do with my phone, for instance? I used to talk in a, you know, $500 cell phone to my brother in Japan on a regular basis. It's better than that. Well, who knows? Uh, we're going to talk with a really knowledgeable reporter about Ukraine coming up to kick off our number three um, uh, Russia is shelling areas they said they were pulling back from, so obviously that was a lie. Uh, but Ukraine has launched their first official offensive in the last couple of days, so they are gaining some ground. Oh, I wanted to talk about, geez, did you see the Richard Engel report from the uh, former encampment of the Russian soldiers yesterday? Oh, yeah. Wow, that was good. So, I mean, that's proof that the Russians have had to bug out in a way that they didn't want to. Because, I mean, they left behind equipment and lots of dead bodies. They just leave dead Russian soldiers, the people that they were there with, they probably got to know fairly well during the many months they were lined up on the border, just left their bodies laying there as they had to take off because the Ukrainians are on their heels. I have them on their heels, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is something. Yeah. A couple of things I just came across. U.S. citizens will be able to select X as their gender on their U.S. passports starting April 11th. The White House announced as part of the rollout of the new policies to coincide with Transgender Day of Visibility. Like I was talking about yesterday, I feel like I missed a step or we skipped a step. Transgender, <laughs> I get that you are not a man, you are a woman. Even though you look like a man and you're you you know you're born with man parts, you feel like a woman, so we're going to call you a woman in a Wednesday. Okay, fine. So you check woman on the box. When did we go to neither, though? When did X become a thing? And isn't that a different topic? Did I miss something? I feel like I missed a step. Well, yeah, it's an extension of the transgender thing. There's, uh, you know, there's uh, there's men, there's women. There's men who used to be women, women who used to be men. There's people who declare themselves to be that. Then there's neither, or there's both, or there's I change from day to day. There is no... Well, every single possibility is as good and as as important as every other possibility. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. you know I didn't go through the text as thoroughly thoroughly as I should have. If we heard from any trans people, I would think if you've been fighting to make it clear that no, I am a woman. I feel like a woman. I am a woman. Now this new thing where there's no such thing as woman really kind of undermines that. I would think, because I got some forms the other day I was filling out, and I don't remember what it was. I don't remember if it was school or hospital or whatever, but it was the option for my kids of neither for their gender. And I just thought, when, wait a second. All right. Uh, different topic. You know, you know the, before we move on, we got a great email on this topic. Uh, guys, you're causing me brain ache trying to decipher all these woke theories. So in critical theory applied to gender, we're to believe that you can pick your gender, or perhaps gender does not exist. But in critical race theory, race defines everything, and you're inherently subject to the traits and behaviors. They deem your race predetermined and assigned to you. We must all adhere and recognize these as our naturally selected reality. And if you think being on time or any other behavior is a good character trait, you're racist. Moreover, as a white person, you can't identify as is that is cultural appropriation well right but, it's the joe biden promised to appoint a woman to the supreme court 
Then they asked that woman, what's a woman? And she said, I don't know. I'm not a biologist. So (laughs) why couldn't you ask the president? You clearly thought she was a woman. Did you hire a biologist to, like, do a DNA sample? Or how, how did you figure out who you were hiring? Well, and then the left says anybody who says they're a woman is a woman. They will they will angrily screech at you. They'll let that person swim in the pool against actual women. Mm. She should have nominated a dude. Uh, if you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast, armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Chris Rock's ticket sales are up. I went on StubHub. The tickets are crazy expensive. It's $886 for a balcony seat, $1,705 for mezzanine. By the end of this tour, Chris Rock will have enough money to actually produce G.I. Jane, too. (laughs) Funny. So Chris Rock's first show last night, and it was the first time he was in front of anybody publicly since he got smacked. And uh, I think people were anticipating uh, great humor or commentary, and he did. Uh, he did not. He did not say anything other than, "I'll have plenty of 
S to say about this in the future, but I crafted a whole concert here, and here we go with the jokes. was more or less the long and short of it. He got a long-standing ovation, which is cool, I guess. I mean, sure. I can't believe he didn't have any any bits on that, though. He had nothing. Nothing, zero. Well, I, no, he said, so how was your weekend? Okay, <laughs> I, I would count that as zero. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, the only relevant information on the story that came out yesterday is the Academy saying we asked Will Smith to leave. They've been getting a lot of push up. We got the Wanda Sykes clip. Maybe we'll play that later. And I was saying the other day, it's outrageous that they let the guy stay. I mean, imagine an event where, where a coworker hits another coworker and you let him stick around. I mean, come on now. Um, right. Not only are they not severely sanctioned, you let them stay at the meeting. So the Academy spoke up yesterday, I think, to try to respond to that. And it made it worse by them saying, we asked him to leave and he said he wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> so Man. here's what you do. You call security and make him go. Or you say, well, you'll never be here again ever in your life, and you're certainly not getting an Oscar. So you can leave on your own, or I can call the police, and it's going to be really embarrassing. But they backed down to a giant star because he's good-looking and rich. That's what they did in Hollywood. Sure. Of course, they have only one moral, really. Only only one principle, and that's the worship of money, the worship of success, the worship of anybody who can make them more money and get them more fame. Please. Of, of all institutions, people, groups, uh, to lecture us on morality and the way we live our lives. Could you imagine a less qualified group than the uh, grasping, greedy Hollywood crowd? There were some reports that there were screaming matches backstage among the uh, the Academy you know, heavyweights over whether or not they should ask him to leave or not. Some people strongly in favor of making him go and others not. And, um, jeez, I, I don't know if it was a man or a woman that went and asked Will Smith to leave, but, jeez, j- the idea of me going and asking to leave and you say I'm not leaving, I personally offend, am offended by that. <laughs> I just told you to do something, and you said no. I mean, how do you not get your, your – I don't want to be gendered about this, but how do you not get your manliness up about this and say, no, you're leaving, dude. You're right. leaving one way or another. It's going to be really showy and public and ugly, or you can just walk out and, you know, and, and, and hardly anybody will notice. But you're leaving. Well, get, getting back to the one principle they have, I'm sure it was decided, well, it'll be awfully disruptive. We might have to delay the the return to the telecast. And it just makes the, the Academy and the business look bad if we have that sort of scene. So let's just let him stay. Yeah, it doesn't look make you look bad that you're willing to let somebody, because they're rich and powerful, do whatever the hell they want. Again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, what an embarrassment. Uh, well, if you enjoy uh, holding those people in contempt, then I do. It probably it's a, probably not a positive trait of mine, but uh, yeah, I do. And and this is a delicious delicious chapter in the history of Hollywood's downfall. Anyway, uh, maybe the people who run the academy should quit their jobs, like so many Americans have. The Great Resignation. You've heard it uh, called, right? Every month since last June, about three percent of the total U.S. Uh, workforce has left their jobs. About 4 million workers per month, typically for new, higher-paying ones. Harris uh, did a big poll for uh, USA Today. Uh, Turns out the majority of them either uh, regret the move, don't like their new position enough to stay, or are searching for a new gig already. Yeah, so I learned something about that the other day I didn't know. We uh, we work with someone who has got a um, 
child in their 20s. Uh, and and uh, I was told that for that crowd now, it's just you are always looking for a new job. That's sort of what you do at work half your time is look for your new job. And everybody does it openly. It's not even like something you hide. I mean, you probably don't tell oh your boss. Oh, my God, I found a resume on the copier. But but everybody's just looking for a new, better play a gig all the time. It's just the culture now. The huh. idea of you're going to be there for a while, or, you know, you don't want to have too many jobs on your resume because that'll look bad, or any of that crap is just gone. And obviously, and this, this is well-deserved by corporations, the idea of any sort of loyalty to a company has been hmm. gone for a long time, and should be. Um, uh, but that's just what young people do. Apparently, you're just always looking for, hey, this one pays, you know, another dollar an hour. So I'm going to go over there, even though, you know, we've had some people around here that were here for like a month and then they went. And just they'll be missed. That's just what you do. <laughs> if I could remember their their names or even picture their faces, and, and, I would miss them terribly. And nobody even really thinks twice about it anymore. So yeah. it's just it's just a different culture. I mean, we were we're we're old people now, but um, we were told specifically, at least I was when I was younger, you know, you have more than. X number of jobs in a five-year period. Employers are going to look at that and think you're. No, oh, come on. That's that's that clearly is no longer a thing. Well, sure, everybody's adjusted, and the employee, uh, the employers think, well, okay, we'll rent this person for a while if they're good. Maybe we can convince them to stick around. And you know, fair is fair. Uh, you're right. Absolutely, everything you said is right. But during the pandemic, there was also a huge uh, reassessment of my job and my life. There was the, I'm working remotely for these people. I could work from for anybody from my living room. Uh, and so there were external factors that even accelerated that trend, uh, uh, but clearly. The, but the fairly high number of people who still aren't satisfied or regret it leads me to believe there's a certain amount of grass is always greener going on that people do with jobs and relationships and all kinds of different things where, you you, you know, you go through a couple and you realize, oh, they, they all have certain things in common. That are just part of the experience, apparently, and there's no utopian job, uh, marriage, friendship, whatever, that right. doesn't have any of these. You've, you've now spent five minutes undermining these statistics before I've even presented them. You're fired. We're hiring a new t- co-host, though, and I'd like you to apply. I was already looking for other jobs. Uh, <laughs> sure. I assume there's a job you? out there where you're not made to do things. <laughs> Have you considered being good at your jobs? Yeah, I'm with him. Anyway, so about one in five workers who quit during the past two years regret it. About the same number are remorseful about starting their new job. Uh, But I have a feeling you're right. There's a what is the percentage of people who are looking for a new gig? According to this study, your point would be they were looking for a new gig anyway. Pandemic or no pandemic. <laughs> right. Because they're always looking for a new right. gig. And and it's not hard to imagine that there's, there's a lot of young people with what we know about the attitudes of young people that have an unrealistic expectation about how much they're going to like work. And, <laughs> and they right. get there and think, wait a second, this whole showing up every day and being told what to do, I'm going to find a job where they don't do that. All right. The famous, infamous uh, 60 Minutes interview where you're supposed to find a job that makes your heart sing. Hey, here's some bad news, Junior. I got my dream job and I'm good at it. Let me get out my stethoscope. Nope. No singing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear that up. clip? Not sure. Why not? Why People not? have been living to work for a very long time. And I think the pandemic brought that moment of reflection for everyone. Hmm. 
What do I want to do? What makes my heart sing? And people are thinking, if not now, then when? That is what comes out of the south end of a North Cohen horse. I don't remember. Is she an academic? Because that just seems like something only an academic would say. People have been living to work. People always have and always will. You numbskull. You numbskull. Your skull is numb. Get some feeling in your skull, idiot. (laughs) What the hell are you talking about? That's why they call it work. Speaking of numbskulls, uh, the incredible theft from the COVID relief uh, programs, uh, Er Er-McGird, those stats, uh, if Jack doesn't undermine them, will shock you. But first, a quick word from Put your finger up here. Do you feel anything? (laughs) No. It's numb. (laughs) Whoa. A quick word from our friends and beloved sponsors at Simply Safe Home Security, U.S. News, PC Magazine, Popular Science, all have ranked Simply Safe Home Security as the best home security. Uh, several of them have renewed that rating for 2022. It's a great system you customize from your home. The people, you know what? I'll bet the Simply Safe people aren't trying to quit their job because it's a great company, really up and coming and positive and innovative. Simply Safe protects your whole home around the clock, every door, every window, every room. For less than a dollar a day, you set it up yourself in about 30 minutes, and there's no long-term contract. So many of these systems are so complicated, and you're locked in for two years. That's not the deal with Simply Safe. You got the comprehensive set of sensors and cameras, including the all-new wireless outdoor security camera. You always know what's going on inside and outside your home, backed by the best 24-7 professional monitoring in the business. Customize that perfect system for your home in minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Let me find my way back to the uh, the giant ripoff stats. Where are they? I got them around here. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So uh, this is not a surprise, particularly uh, we have many, 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 many Cal Unicornians who listen to the show. Uh, we certainly love everybody from everywhere, but uh, California, where reality goes to die and where uh, virtually every public program is stolen from, uh, from uh, 20 to 70 percent of the money doled out is usually stolen by inmates and criminal gangs and cartels or whatever. And very little's ever done about it. What the uh, hell is going on? That's, you know, Gabby, <laughs> that is a pretty good question. But according to NBC News, the theft from the COVID relief plan known as PPP was even worse than we thought. Uh, I love the opening for this. Uh, they bought Lamborghinis, Ferraris, and Bentleys, and Teslas, of course. Lots of Teslas. <laughs> Many who participated in what prosecutors are calling the largest fraud in the history of the United States. The theft of hundreds of billions of dollars in taxpayer money. Hang on now. Hang on. Big numbers chucked around uh, with carelessness and regularity in, in modern media. I want you to contemplate that. Hundreds of billions of dollars were stolen. I like the fact that the reason you can't find a Tesla plaid is because your taxpayer money <laughs> funded criminals and they bought them all. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, you know, and if some some uh, thief, some uh, hacker or somebody broke into your bank account and they stole $100,000 from you, it'd be devastating, right? What if you had borrowed that money 
at a uh, a variable interest rate. So when interest rates go up as they are, I mean, you you still owe the full boat on that plus interest, and that money's gonzo. Well, keep in mind, taxpayer money at this point is a, is a fraction of the federal budget. A lot of it's borrowed. So hundreds of billions of dollars um, uh, that was supposed to help workers who are out of work or whatever because of the pandemic. Um, but these people bought cars, mansions, private jets, uh, jet flights, swanky vacations. Uh, they came into the riches by participating in what experts say is the theft of as much as $80 billion, or about 10% of the $800 billion handed out in the PPP. That's on top of the 90 to $400 billion believed to have been stolen from the $900 billion COVID unemployment relief program, at least half taken by international criminals. Awesome! So it's not even staying in the U.S. buying, like, you know, cars at your local dealer. It's in Saudi Arabia and Germany and Libya and God knows where else spending the money in those economies. I remember when all this stuff first started passing and Steve Hayes of the Dispatch saying, with these, with this much money going out the door this fast and this little oversight, there's going to be so much theft and misuse of these trillions of dollars. We won't be unraveling this. We won't be done for decades. And he's absolutely right. This is all the theft that is is fairly easy to catch. Not in time, but um, imagine how much misuse of the money has gone on with the trillions of dollars. It's not oh, yeah. technically a crime, but it just was, you know, just not what it was intended for. The fact that Joe Biden came out yesterday asking for more money because there's we were out of money for the boosters. You know, we've approved a new booster for people over 50, and we're, we've spent wow. all the money. And Mitch McConnell, came, <laughs> Mitch McConnell came out and said, we've got billion, hundreds of billions of dollars that's still unspent that we all decided, to, emergency, emergency, emergency. And we allotted the hundreds and hundreds, well, trillions, many trillions of dollars that hasn't even come close to being even touched yet. Right. Use some of that, maybe. Well, that's that's a great point. And to add insult to injury, to salt in the wound, to a thumb in the eye, there's another COVID program that they think at least $80 billion got uh, stolen from. So I hadn't even finished the list. God, I almost feel like I should have done it, and I'm not a criminal. But I just almost feel like get some of my tax money back. Why didn't I get on this? And I wouldn't have been so dumb as to go out and buy, you know, a $150,000 car and alert everybody to something's up. Right, exactly. You're at the 4th of July parade. They're chucking candy off the fire engine. And you say, oh, no, I'm not taking that candy. I didn't pay for that candy. You're just an idiot. <laughs> Uncle Thanks Sam. taking my money. Uncle Sam was on top of the fire engine throwing bundles of $1,000 bills out. Go ahead. Pick it up. Everybody is. Hey, moron criminal class. Stop going out and buying expensive cars, you idiots. Oh, my God. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, some business news. Amazon has been secretly testing its drone delivery program. And this year they plan to drop packages from the sky to more than 1,000 customers. Pretty soon at Amazon headquarters, they're going to be like, Target acquired. Uh, release the Fruit of the Loom 3-pack right now. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you choose three-day shipping, the packages fall to earth much, much slower. The drone program is called Prime Air. Prime Air. It actually sounds more like a fancy bottle of oxygen they try to sell in Shark Tank. Yes, that does sound like it. Um, I, I thought the drone program with Amazon they decided was unworkable. Now it's back again. I still don't see how it's workable. You just can't have drones all over the place in neighborhoods dropping packages. No, I think in maybe like really limited uh, situations, like they use drones now to deliver blood from one branch of a hospital to another, okay. that sort of thing. Or hey, we you know we took out the kidney over here; they need it over there in Building C. But you my, fly the kidney. But my uh, nine volt batteries that I was surprised to find out I'm out of, I ordered on Amazon. Next day, they aren't going to show up by drone, probably. I don't think so. It seems unworkable, like you say. It is amazing, though. I, there was some supplement that was recommended I take yesterday, and uh, the doctor said, uh, are you taking your... I thought, I'm supposed to be taking what? <laughs> Did you mention that before? But anyway, so I ordered some on Amazon. Going to be here, like, today. It's our priority in my house. It's just amazing. You don't even have to leave your home. I oftentimes get stuff the same day. It's... Yeah. Wow. What? I'm out of something... And yet the the global supply chains are so screwed up. Prices are skyrocketing oh, all yeah. over the place. Man, I have information on the uh, the metals that go into electric car batteries. If, if you haven't bought an electric car already, it's going to be a long time before you can afford them. They're going to skyrocket Ye- in price. Oh, really? I didn't know that. But I, I know a big holdup with a lot of the new Teslas is that. 
Um, and I did come across something with the the average rate for a thirty year fixed mortgage jumped a quarter point and is now four point six seven percent. So, uh, and that's uh, you. We'll look back on four point seven percent and think only if I could get a mortgage that low here a year from now. Don't you think? Yeah. Now, is that going to put uh, gentle pressure on housing prices, or will that pop the bubble? We'll Don't find know. out, I guess. How much time I got, Michael? So. Okay, it's enough time. So I'm reading this kid's book that I bought the other day for Henry at night when we go to bed, and it's really cool stuff. What's The name of the book is something like uh, Who Stole Einstein's Brain or something like that, and it's a whole bunch of crazy but true stories that you know that you, <laughs> that you love. love it. You love that sort of thing when you're like a 10-year-old. Yeah. And uh, lots of interesting stuff about um, uh, Lincoln's hair and Mozart's teeth and all different stuff. <laughs> but uh, two things. A little we'll, body part heavy, but go yeah, on. Yeah, it is, actually. Um, uh, oh, and they had the chapter on the Siamese twins. My, my son couldn't sleep after that. I probably should have skipped that chapter. It was just ooged mm-hmm. him out the way they were connected. But um, Mozart um, took in a lot of lead. I'm not Mozart, I'm sorry, uh, Beethoven, took in a ton of lead, and that's why he was uh, like crazy angry and died young and all that different sort of stuff, is all the lead he took in. And then we were reading about Van Gogh later, and Van Gogh had a habit of eating paint chips. When he was standing around painting, he would he would regularly eat the paint chips, and they were full of lead, and that's probably what Yikes. made him even crazier to the point of shooting himself. So a lot of the most famous people in world history, lead is what got them, made them nuts. Wow, that's interesting. In Beethoven's time, people sprinkled lead on food all the time because it gave it kind of a sparkle. It made it look better. So people were regularly eating lead for their meals. Good Lord, a shocking note from history. (laughs) Missing hard, get the podcast. Armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.